Hey, what's up, guys? Good afternoon. This is your boy, Shane Ahmad, and you're listening to the Halliburton Podcast Show. And I am your host, like I said, Shane Ahmad. And today, I, uh, well, this episode will, of course, be uh, The Bad Boys of L.A., Season 1, Episode 9. Um, and uh, stay tuned later on for, my, for the other half of the show where I talk about the recent mass shooting, mass shootings that have happened in the in a United States, and I give my uh, I give details on all the up, you know all the mass shootings that have taken place, and I give my opinions on things. And um, yeah, so but let's get back to this half of the show. Like I said, the Bad Boys of L.A. Uh, episode nine. Uh, in this episode, we see John Big Jonathan, the Texas tornado. Uh, he pulls out Rio's hair as security separates them. So in the last episode, you see that they're fighting and it looks like Jonathan got the best of Rio in the last episode. But on this episode, they, they pick up where they left off and it clearly looks like uh, Jonathan whooped his ass. Um, Rio, you know, you know, brought the fight to Jonathan and Jonathan, you know, gave it back to him and beat him. I mean, clearly beat him. I mean, even sat on top of the guy and ripped his dreads out of his hair. Like, damn. Um... And then also you see in this in, in the first scene, Jonathan gets a fire extinguisher and he has a lighter with a fire extinguisher. I don't know what he's thinking he's going to do with the lighter and fire extinguisher. Like, um, Jonathan, the fire extinguisher actually puts out fires. It doesn't help uh, promote a fire. So I, I didn't really get that. I thought that was real weird. Um, Jonathan is still pissed and angry. He's still trying to fight. He's jumping off tables. Rio's talking shit. And saying he just got his hair pulled. He's really pissed off calling Jonathan a faggot for pulling his hair and all this kind of stuff like that. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, you call this dude a faggot for pulling hair when that's all the people you hang around. I mean, that's, that's just kind of weird. What, what are you talking about, dude? Like, look who you hang around. Look who you consider your father. You know, uh, um, someone who would probably pull someone here. I mean, that's that's just what goes. Like, don't try to fight somebody and get upset because they do some underhand tacky shit now everybody's gonna stand up and fight fair I mean, some people will fight fair but majority of people will do whatever it is to get back at you and to hurt you and bring harm to you especially when you roll up on them trying to fight them in the next scene i mean we see john he returns to the party and tells carry on he fought rio and you know jonathan was clearly bragging about the fight and stuff like that um you know i'm just thinking wow dude you just got into a knockout drag out fight upstairs and then you're downstairs, you know, trying to collect yourself, getting back to the party and bragging about it and, and drinking water and all this kind of stuff like that. I'm just kind of like, wow, dude, you're on the wrong show. You may need to go to WWE. I think they could use you. Um, also, they show Rio, I guess, uh, allegedly yanked Jonathan's expensive chain necklace um, and it's nowhere to be found. Uh, Rio comes down the stairs with security and uh, got knocked by Jonathan to the ground and slides across the floor. Uh, Rio's worrying about covering his hair. In this scene, Jonathan hit Rio so hard, y'all, to where Rio, a.k.a. Mario, or Mario, a.k.a. Rio, slides across the floor and goes into the other room. The dude literally goes into the other room as he's as he just got his ass whooped unbelievable um and then he gets back up and he still keeps trying to fight jonathan but security breaks them up um 
And in each scene after oh, well, Rio got his hair pulled out or his little fake dreads, whatever you call them, one by one, I knew that had to be pretty painful by Jonathan. Rio is, you know, finding shirts or things or wraps to, to put on his head and wrap it back up to go fight again. But yet you're calling someone else a faggot for pulling your hair out. To me, that was weird. Like, dude, you're a dude. Like, why are you got to like, why are you covering your hair up? To go fight this wild Texas tornado. This dude's gonna whip you and make you look even crazy. Like he you you need to get crazy. You know what I'm saying? At this point, you say you can't beat him with your hands. Why not pick up something and go hit him with it? Rio is just a little stupid. And he must have been brought into this show for like a fight scene or something like that, because that he just really just just dumb. I mean, looks and, and looks and muscles and, and styles of clothes are not, not not everything, dude. Like, sometimes you gotta get down with it. Um, uh, John jumps Rio again, and security uh, pounces him, looking for, um, uh, well, they show John looking for his chain. Milan dipped. Milan is somewhere, like, I guess on top of the roof or upstairs on the balcony looking down at the fight. I thought it was pretty fucked up. Milan brings his friend Rio in for backup to, uh, against Jonathan and sits and watch him and watches his friend get his ass whooped and like it's nowhere to be found um you know he's trying to pull the, the you know the mother Teresa card of oh i don't want to fight anyone in this house and my my leg is messed up and all this kind of stuff but yet you fought everybody in this house prior to this crazy big texas dude coming in taking names and whooping ass you know um but you know in the confessional it shows real seem real seems to feel some kind of way that Milan left. I can tell, like, he didn't really care for that, but I, I think he needs, you know, he's kind of slow. He comes off a little slow. So he has to, it's going to probably take him a couple days, a few weeks or months or two to process this, that your friend called you in to help you, to help him, I guess, you know, be, to, 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 what do you want to call it? Like, to be, like, your his ally against the Jonathan guy, but yet... You get your ass whooped, and he doesn't even lift a finger. Yeah, and you're calling Jonathan a faggot. You may want to look at your friends, dude. But anyway, um, Milan calls the police. The police ask questions and do a walkthrough of this party. Um, You know, there's like 10 or 12 cops, you know, they're walking through trying to figure out what's happening, trying to get someone to press charges. No one seemed interested in pressing charges or anything like that. Uh, the people at this party clearly are nervous and scared that the cops are there. They want no parts of it. They, you know, they just kind of stalled the party until the cops did their thing and left. Um, also, it shows in the confessional, Oh, white boy Dylan, whom I can't stand, and God knows I would love to see him get his ass whooped. He, t- he talks about all of the bitches. He's tired of all these bitches fighting. Oh my God, he is the confessional gangster. Like, he is such a gangster in the confessional, but around the house, he tiptoes and smiles and laughs in these people's faces, but, you know, goes behind their back and talks shit on the confessional. Like, yeah, he needs his ass whooped. I'm sorry. You know, if it's such a big deal, why don't you bring the attention to the people in their face? Why are you doing this in the confessional? What an ass. Anyway, Jonathan and Milan are talking off camera. Uh, Milan, you know, is clearly trying to reason with Jonathan and he doesn't want the cameras around but he needs one security guard in the room so they go in this room they're talking about God knows what uh, the, the party proceeds there's twerking and money everywhere you see these girls twerking their ads you see Milan uh, not Milan but 
Moolah Mo and Curtis having a good time, smiling. They're geeking and like, you know, throwing money at the girls. The girls are shaking their ass and stuff like that. I was just thinking, good Lord have mercy. Like, that's a lot of ass that was going on in, in this in this episode here. Like, and you could tell those guys, uh, well, some of those guys enjoyed it. And then you also saw Rail, who was having a good time, but he also wanted to throw his leg across the table and shake his ass along with the girls. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, so after Jonathan and Milan are talking, Jonathan returns and gives Anthony shot and tells the, uh, the story of the fight, of what just happened between him and Rio. And and uh, Curtis is just looking like, well, I'm serious. Anthony is just looking shocked that this has even happened um, and stuff like that. Um, so, so that's how that goes. And let's see here. Excuse me. I'm looking, look, look, looking over my notes. Um, also we, we see, um, carry on asking gun and rail, uh, uh, about what, what, uh, what they were outside doing. Anthony shows up. They're talking about the fight. Um, you know, that's just really crazy about, you know, everything that was going on. It also it also shows a scene where Dylan and Curtis are talking. Dylan calls Curtis girl and, and is walking outside without any shoes. Lion saying he's only brought two pairs of shoes. Curtis gives details on the fight. Curtis also tells Dylan, hey, look, I respect you and your gay stuff, but don't call me girl. Like, Dylan is such a fake ass. Like, you haven't realized that this guy is straight in the house and you don't want to, you don't walk around calling him girl. I, I personally don't understand why any man would even call another man girl. It's stupid. But that's my opinion. You know, in my world, I think it's dumb. I don't ever want to be called a girl. I don't look at a man and call him a girl. Hell, I look at freaking trans, what do you call them? Trans women. I still think they're men, but out of respect for them, I will, in public, do the, you know, give them the pronouns what they, you know, prefer because that's respectful. But in my head, I I look at you differently. And that's just how people are. Sorry. But anyway, um, so, you know, they're outside, you know, gossiping about the fight and things like that. Um, and it's just it's kind of crazy or whatnot. Also, it shows where uh, the next day, well, actually... Jonathan uh, is actually going back to the, the hotel. Um, he clearly didn't, well, he tried to claim the room, but it was just too much going on. I would assume the production decided to go ahead and send him back to the, to the hotel again, and he leaves. Well, the next day, Jonathan returns and attacks Rio with a chair the next morning. Like, out of nowhere, like a scene where Jonathan is just picks up a chair and just starts wailing on Rio. Like, I mean, God damn, the way he was swinging that chair was like, dude, were you a pro wrestler in your past life? Like, dang, man, you are brutal. Um, But apparently, from what Johnson was saying in the confessionals, uh, I guess Rio had picked up the chair to hit him with it, but somehow Jonathan got in and in turn hit Rio with a chair. Oh my God, Rio, you must have felt like a fucking idiot. How do you get hit and beat up with a weapon you're trying to use? Ooh, shit. Also, Jonathan fucks Rio's arms up, arm up and he has to go to the hospital. He's bleeding and things like that. Um, Rio in the confession also says that, you know, he doesn't understand how Jonathan knew that he was outside alone. 
he feels that he will set up. Um, also, it shows there's uh, evidence that uh, Jonathan calls Gutta to say he was coming to the house. Also, so it kind of seems like maybe Gutter and Rail may have set Rio up for another ass whooping. Maybe they didn't realize what they were doing. But Jonathan clearly called Rio, you know, Gutter to get some information. And I guess once he found out what it appears, allegedly, that Rio was alone, and guess that's when he decided to to pop up again on a second fight. Um, Rio goes to the hospital, like I said, for his arm injury. Milan feels gutter and rail, set Rio up, says what John did was lame and fucked up. True, Milan, you're very true. What Jonathan did was very lame and fucked up. But let's not forget, Milan, Christopher, everything you've been doing in this house has been lame and fucked up. Everything, every fight you have done has been flame. Every, you know, argument you've, you've done is fucked up. Every reasoning for your stupidity has been lame and fucked up. You bringing in dildos and, and fake pussies to your, your, you know, your housemates from your, like, sex toy line, that was lame and fucked up. Dude, if you just want to uh, promote yourself, just bring it on the show and just show everybody. Like, you, like no one gives a fuck about you like that. Come on. You know, like, you, you, you really, really, you know, Taking yourself higher than, than what you, than what you are because you just come up as a fucked up person in this show. But anyway, um, back to the show. Uh, so uh, uh, Milan is just not feeling this, you know, and he's feeling that you know all, all this was a setup and things like that. And so later on, we see a scene where there is a uh, a uh, I guess like a house meeting by the fire pit um, for an apparent meeting. Milan brings Rio. Rail wants to know who he who he is and why is he here. Um, this is where Milan officially introduces um, Rio to the house and says that he's going to be staying there and things like that. And the other people in the house are just kind of confused. Like, you know, they just lost two people. And, you know, who's this other guy? They thought Jonathan was coming to the house, but now Rio's in the house. Why is he here? And it appears that at this point, it looks like Jonathan was not actually brought in on the show to be in the house. It to me, it looks like Jonathan was brought on this show to fight, to really get ratings and just make a mess because they send Jonathan back to the hotel and in the confessionals, it seems like Jonathan is basically saying he doesn't even need this. Like, this is crazy. He didn't even want to be in the house. He's good. He's just go back to the hotel, go back to doing his life, you know, doing his hairstyles and celebrity hair hair things and just like move on with, with himself so so I can understand why the housemates would be kind of confused because you thought Jonathan was coming to stay but he's apparently never here but now this other guy who just got his ass whooping hair pulled out who is Milan's friend is now in the house and Milan is introducing this guy and they're probably thinking well how does Milan get any pull to even bring anybody in this house to even stay like this is all weird to me it was all really weird um that's, that's the end of, of that show, my recap of the show. It really wasn't nothing going on. There was really no major storyline other than Jonathan and Rio fighting over Milan's room and Rio getting his ass whooped constantly throughout the, the, the show. Um, and shows, you know, basically Milan looking all scared and just kind of being standoffish and not wanting any parts of it. Um, and also shows that Jonathan is just a big, crazy bully. 
Um, granted, he bullied the bully in the house, so it's just kind of like I like Jonathan on the show, or I liked his appearance on the show, but I don't like it because he does come off as a bully. But at the same time, he bullied like the people, like the guy who wanted to bully everybody else and stuff like that. So I kind of felt like he was just strictly karma for Milan. Although, unfortunately, instead of him swinging that chair on Rio, he should have got Milan a couple times truth. Uh, for even bringing the boy in to try to fight his ass, but in the but in the show it does show where uh, Jonathan, you know, basically told after he whooped Rio's ass, he told Milan that Milan is next. I'm like, yeah, man, he brought this guy in, he you know for backup to fight. So like, you already beat one, you might as well get him. But you know, they didn't show that. I don't know if that happened, which I doubt it. Um, and let's and if any of you guys actually watched the show, was it just me or was it true that? Jonathan was so big, he actually looked like one of the security guards. Like, he looked like he could be a security on the show. I know those guys had a hard time containing that boy. And it looked looked like they really couldn't really contain him, you know? He was cussing him out, calling him bitches and stuff, and get off him because he was looking for his chain. Like, he went the fuck off. Jonathan went off at 23 years old like that one kid in high school who's big and strong but doesn't fuck with anybody but he's, he's been getting picked on, for, you know, for a while, and he just goes off, and, you know, and there's nothing no one can do with him, he's just going off, you know, he's got his built up, built up anger, that's the way, like, Jonathan came off, or whatever, um, but other than that, like, yeah, this show is just, uh, this, you know, this, I started reporting on this show, on my podcast, as a starter on show reviews, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I am ready for this show to be over with so I can jump into other shows. I'm going to start start reviewing because this here, it's it's just all over the place and it's just a mess. And, um, you know, I mean, it's somewhat entertaining, at the same, but at the same time, it's not. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I was a little disappointed in this episode to see Rail and Gutta, you know, being all conniving and look like they're trying to set people up. But at the same time, Let's be honest here. This is a house full of punks. You can't trust a punk. You, Like I said in my other episodes, you cannot trust a man walking around with colorful colorful hair and makeup and Daisy Dukes on and, and, and booty shorts on and fingers and, and nails and all this makeup and fake eyelashes and with the word gutter bitch tattooed on their neck. You cannot look at this person and think this is an upstanding, upright person. Those are the people who are letting you know right right off the rip, hey, bitch, I am crazy. I have no loyalty to anybody. Anybody can get it. I'm loyal to myself. I don't trust nobody, but no one better not trust me. Like, those are the kind of people who are, like, letting you know, like, yeah, like, I'm a, me- I'm a handful. I'm messy as fuck. So... So I'm not really disappointed in that. And Rail, you know, Rail as well. Like, Rail is kind of, he's an instigator. He's a bone carrier in the house. Maybe that's what he's paid to do. He's clearly, you know, you know seen, you know, trying to resolve issues. But by the end of the day, he's really, you know, making it even more messy. But, I mean, this is the same guy that walks out with the arch and, you know, walks around the arch in his back and colorful nails on his you know fingers and stuff like this and his butt all up in the air and stuff like that like so at the same time yeah these people are messy there's not much to be to expect from them i don't understand why rail well not real milan was so upset with rail 
and gutter for allegedly setting Rio up. These guys are punks. That's what they do, Milan. You're a punk as well. You fight people and jump people from behind and stuff like that. Y'all are all punks. Get used to it. When you start, when y'all realize this, that these guys were a bunch of punks in the house, you should have said, okay, all bets are off. All rules are off. I don't trust any of these people with anything. Whatever they do to me, I will not be disappointed because I've already been disappointed enough to know I've been cast in a house on a TV show with a house full of punks. What can be more disappointing in that? And even the straight punk, Moolah Mo, who, um, you know, he, he, he's just really weird. And apparently, uh, and I, you know, I don't have all the information on it, but if you if you guys follow any of these guys on Instagram or YouTube, apparently Gutter K and Moolah Mo, Mo have something, you know, some animosity going on right now because Gutter K posted a picture of Moolah Mo. Um... The Mr. Talk Money, nothing else do. You know, a guy has the brand. Has a picture of him, uh, like a current picture of him and a picture of him from years ago with his head wrapped up in a towel-looking kind of zesty and gay-looking and stuff like that and saying that that was Moolah Mo. But, you know, truthfully, if you look hard enough, you can kind of tell that those are two different people um, and stuff like that. So, once again gutter like that was that was some real faggot faggotry shit i'm sorry i know some people might use the word faggot but hey it is a word get used to it you know he was being a big faggot when he did that and like why why would you get a fake picture and put them side by side and say you know of a gay looking guy or a guy who looks a little questionable next to a guy who's claimed that he's not gay and he you know he's not homophobic but you know he doesn't want to be disrespected by homosexual people why would you get on social media and do that that is fucking messy as hell um and that is really messy and then my thing is you you know the gutter k you talk so much shit and do those kind of stuff but you was living in the house with these people and the only thing you did was scream and yell talking about nobody was gonna fuck with you if you felt this kind of way about with these people in this house why did you step to them i mean if anyone follows you, we all can go on your social media and see that you, you don't mind fighting. I mean, hell, you're crazy as hell. You will go into a store in panties and mix-max shoes and socks, acting crazy and dancing and swinging all over the place. Hell, you go down the highway in busy-ass Atlanta dancing and twerking in the middle of the street while traffic is going on. You're already crazy. So why don't you show that crazy side in the house? Like, why you want to, you know, just, just a punk. And, um... Uh, so, Moolah, Moolah Mo, or you want to call him Moolah, he responds to Gutter K and basically, you know, um, you know, talks about his health status. You know, everyone knows that allegedly Gutter K is HIV positive. He admits it on his YouTube show. Um, and Moolah Mo basically says, you know, uh, instead of worrying about me and my sexuality and stuff like this, you need to be worrying about uh, staying alive and taking your, your medicine, you know, you know, and things like that, you know, that's kind of the, you know, the jab he threw back at, uh, um, gutter K, but at the end of the day, gutter, you were being messy, dude. I hope you don't try to keep, uh, claiming victim. Like, don't you got, don't, don't you all hate somebody who goes out their way to do something bad or, or rude to you or someone, you know, and then they get a response equally as nasty to to what they did, and they try to play the victim. 
Good, okay. If you're walking around here, with, you know, and you're sick and, you, you know, you're taking medicine and all this kind of stuff like that, at the end of the day, you might want to keep your fucking mouth shut, worry about yourself. Don't go out putting out lies about somebody, you know, because at the end of the day, if that picture was Moolah Mo, which everyone doesn't believe it was, and I don't even like Mo, Moolah, but I don't, I do believe that that was not him. They don't look like the same person. They look resemble, you know, they resemble, but it's clearly not the same person. If you're going to go out there, if you want to worry about shit like that, you need to you need to stop doing that gutter. You need to worry about your damn self. Get your fucking money. Make sure you're fucking healthy. You may want to become an advocate with uh, whatever you have going on, you know. Um, so him responding and putting your business out there about your health, health issues, you asked for it. If you kept your fucking mouth shut, maybe he wouldn't have done it, boy. So cry your little tears. Do whatever it is, what you got or whatever, and try to say that. He's, you know, coming for the gay community or coming for people with HIV. No, he's not. You came from him. You try to out somebody who doesn't have any proof to be outed. If you feel that Moolah is gay, then that shit, that's your that's your opinion. You don't need to go in there making up lies and stuff like that. There's not many straight men that are going to let you slower that shit. So clearly, you know, he's, he's, he's young, he's stupid. Um, comes off as somebody with mental health problems and probably probably drinks too much or probably smokes too much weed or does too many drugs. I mean, this is the life where everybody has to fucking smoke weed all the fucking time just to make it through the day. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, those guys are crazy on this show. So like I said, yeah, I don't like Moolah. Not a Gutter fan. Um, Gutter's entertaining in a sense, but at the same time, he, he, how do I want to say, he does not always add up to me. Um, he doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I, I, I can't fully get behind him. He does some really fucked up stuff. Um, yeah, so let me see. Let me run down everybody else. Uh, Carry On looks like, you know, he was kind of chilling out and he was enjoying the, the drama between uh, Jonathan and Rio and Milan. Although in the last episode you saw where Carry On and Milan made up, but we know, we both know, once you cross a gay person, uh, it's going to take them a long time before they like you again. You're not going to just... They might slap... They might, you know, dap it up, whatever, and say they drop the shit. But as soon as some drama or turmoil comes your way, the other is going to laugh and have a ball with it. And I think that's exactly what Carrion is doing with this mess that Jonathan brought in the house to uh, to um, uh, Milan and Rio. Um, also, uh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot this. We see where... Uh, Rio wanted to fight Jonathan again, so he's in the room, you know, putting some kind of turban or something on his head or whatever, and he grabs some shoes that allegedly, from what social media has been saying, allegedly belong to Dylan to go fight uh, Jonathan in and still got his ass whooped. Whew, what a mess. What a damn mess. I'm telling you, what a fucking mess. Man, if I was an executive producer on this show, Lord have mercy, I don't have any gray hairs yet, but by the time that show's over, I'm sure I'd have had a couple. Ooh, Lord, what a mess. I mean, there's not one upright, upstanding person in this damn house. But um, but that's that's this show, and I've decided, you know, I'm the person who decided to start reviewing it. I have people who listen to it, so I have to keep it up. But Lord knows when this show is over, I will not pick this back up again. This is a one and done with the bad boys of LA 
I won't be doing that. I'll be doing other shows, and I'll be branching out and bringing you guys more reviews on my podcast show and stuff that I bring and talk about, you know, in life. You know, there will be days where I talk, you know, have stories about myself or um, I may bring in a, co- uh, a guest star for the, for the moment, um, may talk about current events, hot, hot topics. You don't know what you're going to get on this show until you listen to it. But yeah, guys, I was trying to go for the 30 minute mark, but I, I don't think I can make it on this show. It wasn't that fucking entertaining. Excuse my French. But yeah, this is the, uh, thank you for listening to the Halliburton show with Shane Ahmad. Appreciate you guys. Stay tuned for the second show. Um, and I'll talk to you later.